Today on the news and why it matters, a preview of tonight's Iowa caucus, uh, last night's Super Bowl, thoughts from that, and conservative icon Rush Limbaugh diagnosed with advanced lung cancer. We've got a lot coming up. Don't leave. Starts right now. Hello, happy Monday. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Chief Researcher of the Glenn Beck Program, Jason Buttrell, and uh, TheBlaze.com's own Aaron Colon. Um, it feels awkward now, Aaron, because I always would say my favorite. You should at still say that. And I've noticed that you've stopped. <laughs> well, so no, but it's awkward because no, because Giancarlo That's has joined okay. the organization now. <laughs> and I'm will like, understand. Okay. <laughs> All right. We, we pick favorites here. I noticed. I did notice. <laughs> my favorite writer at theblaze.com, Aaron Cole. I like you mean it. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot coming up first. We want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. All right. Men, women too, we know losing your hair sucks, okay? But you know what is really awesome and doesn't suck? Keeping your hair without leaving your couch. If you're losing hair, you know, uh, you gotta know Keeps. Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products that are the real deal, and they're generic versions, so you're not gonna pay a buttload of money. You're gonna save a ton by using the generics. Uh, you can do it from the comfort of your own couch. You just answer a few online questions. You take a couple pictures of your hair, you submit it online, and a doctor, a licensed doctor, is gonna review everything, recommend the right FDA-approved hair loss treatment for you. They ship it discreetly to your door, although I don't, you shouldn't be ashamed of it. It doesn't need to be shipped discreetly to your door, but we know you men, and we know you're not gonna go to the doctor, and we know that you wanna keep it a secret. So Keeps does that for you. A whopping 66% of men also experience hair regrowth. Thanks to Keeps, do something about losing your hair. You don't have to just suffer. You don't have to. You can go to keeps.com. That is K-E-E-P-S.com slash Y. Get your first order of Keeps hair loss treatment for 50% off. Yeah, that's right. We got you 50% off. You got to go to keeps.com slash Y. That is keeps.com slash Y. Get you your 50% off at keeps.com slash Y. Uh, so preview of tonight's Iowa caucus. It is looking very, very interesting. You know, we had over the weekend, we had the uh, the Des Moines Register who <laughs> all of a sudden at the last minute, the 11th hour, canceled their uh, final poll over what they said was a technical error because there was one person in particular who said that they were polled and that they were given a list of candidates that left out, did not mention Pete Buttigieg. And uh, the Des Moines Register, after 76 years of putting out a final poll on the weekend before the Iowa caucus, decided this doesn't work. This isn't right. We've got to pull this. Total, yeah, just total accident, I think. You know, like, is this accident that you happened You seem to be is, moving your, your oh, 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 very wildly I hate it when it does that. Yeah, it's a nervous habit. I mean, I know it's cold in here, but are you okay? Yeah, I hate it when it does that. So, you know me. I... I, I I criticize and I'm a skeptic on a lot of these things. Uh, some might say it's a tinfoil hat type syndrome, but I wouldn't say that. Um, but I mean, I, literally everyone else would. Okay, so literally, so Jason right, say. right. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I'm just. I'm just not buying it. I'm really not. Um, it, it may be a stretch, but I, when I was reading this, it seemed like one person was the per mm -hmm. um, reported this, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Oh my gosh, stop the presses on this lower tier candidate that's going to be way down." I mean, what is he like pulling now? Right? It's, it's pretty low, it's awful. Low. But I mean, it's it's pretty dang low. Yeah. But what they all want to see is uh, Biden, Sanders, Warren. They want to see those three at the top. Where the heck are they at? Yeah. And it is 
unprecedented how the mainstream media is just falling right in line with the establishment Democrats right now. Yeah. I mean, they are all out trying to destroy Bernie. There's just no other question. So, so you think that it's because they didn't want to show that Bernie possibly had a lead. I think he's kicking butt right now. I, I, I've been and watching. They didn't want to give any any attention to that. They don't want people to know. I, I've been watching this on 538 um, for a couple weeks now, and it's just insane the amount of movement he's got. They had it. They had Biden up, I think, just a few points for a little bit. Um, then Sanders pulled even. There was like, oh my gosh. And then Biden was taking it, taking it at that point. Now this is serious. If if Biden takes, if he takes Iowa, he takes New Hampshire. I, I, in that succession, I don't think that there's ever been a candidate no. that has not gone on to be the, the, the candidate, the nominee. No. So, I mean, yeah, the establishment is freaking out. And the media, their propaganda outlet, is in full-on freak-out mode. What I heard on this, and I don't know if this is necessarily true, but somebody, the sheet that is used to make the calls, mm-hmm. the font was bumped up one size too much, and yeah. then Buttigieg's name got bumped off of it at the bottom. <laughs> Now, I don't know if that's accurate, but I also heard that there was... That's what the New York Times said, so take that for what it's worth. Oh, so... Which is <laughs> me, New York Times and me. No. So it was accidentally... Well, I also up. heard that there's there's multiple sheets, and so that could have bumped off numerous candidates on different sheets, depending on who was making the calls, but the person who noticed it was a Buttigieg supporter or something like that and had the influence to be able to call and, you know, get this checked out. And so this is something that could probably happen on a lot of polls, but if somebody doesn't have the influence to get the direct line to whoever's in charge of the poll, then maybe the poll just goes through. And so it's really unprecedented, from my knowledge, to just cancel a poll like that. And it's a big deal, and I think it hurts some of the lower-tier candidates more than the top-tier because they're looking to say, okay, if Amy Klobuchar gets bumped up to, you know, she does better, that's her momentum right there. You know, Bernie's Bernie's going to be fine. He's going to do well. Biden's going to be fine. But those lower-tier candidates who are really trying to make a late push, those are the people that kind of get screwed by this because this poll was their last shot. Sounds like Aaron's not on board with my theory here. Um, <laughs> this was an accident. You know, you play the conspiracy and I'll just do the oh, other we gotta, thing. we got to get that going. Well, I mean, well, but hold on. I, I do want to bring up, you know, CNN was a partner in this poll. They had a live television program ready to go and be taped and i mean there were pictures from the people in the audience they were ready to go on the stage and they had to cancel the entire thing because they were waiting for these last minute poll results and des moines register said no we're not we're we're pulling them we're not going to get them that's a costly decision for the register because i mean how much money and time did they put into doing that poll and for them to just have to scrap it yeah i mean that's that's not a small thing this is a big event like a lot of people do wait to find out what this is before they actually you know make their final decision Mm -hmm. it's you know even if aaron is correct and i'm less correct on this (laughs) um which is very highly possible okay which is very highly possible (laughs) but even still uh, how do you think the bernie bro is going to respond to this. Oh, they're I mean, looking oh, yeah, for they're seeing everything yes. and through yes. that frame of oh, like, yeah. you're trying to take me out, you're trying to kill my momentum. But, but rightly so, right? Yes. I mean, they got I would have a complex too if yeah. I were a Bernie supporter because yep. they saw what happened to him in 2016. Um, but Jason, you do sound very similar to a Bernie bro <laughs> in your conspiracy theory because that is what I've been what I've been reading is that there are a lot of Bernie supporters who are saying this is BS. You guys are only holding these results because you don't want to prove that Bernie has momentum. I'm wondering, is it if if that is the case, is it going to backfire in uh, in their faces? Because if you're a Bernie supporter and you see what they did to him in 2016 and you believe that they're trying to do it to him again, nothing is going to stop you from getting to the polls and from casting, you know, that vote for your man. That's a good point. I mean, and there's a, there's, there's a big, uh, I guess, parallel thing we have in common uh, with, uh, you know, with, with, with people that, 
now are saying they're going to vote for Donald Trump, which I'm sure you probably are. I am. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people in the middle that wouldn't have probably didn't vote, probably voted for Hillary Clinton right. um, or might have been on the fence. I know. But now I've heard a lot of them saying I'm voting for Donald Trump because I cannot believe the crazy attacks. Yeah. And we've seen the polling numbers, which a lot of us, uh, you know, after the 2016 election, were, kind of felt like that was kind of rigged against mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So we have something in common there. They feel like they're being screwed. They're not giving a fair share. They're being lied about to because they want their candidate pushed off. How does that not sound exactly like us, both in 2016 and actually right and now? I think that poll not coming out, maybe it might help Bernie, because let's say Biden was on top of that poll. A lot of people do flock to the winner and say, I want to vote for the person who's yeah. on top. So maybe it helps Bernie by protecting him from somebody else doing better than him in that poll. So in the end, it might be good for him, even though some people are going to look at it and say, well, it might be rigged against him. Yeah, totally. I mean, there's like I was a big Ted Cruz uh, supporter during the primary. Um, Donald Trump, you know, was kept on coming out ahead in a lot of the polls. People that ideologically agreed with me that like Ted Cruz, they were so sick and tired of losing two back to back elections. They said, screw it. I know that he is more along my ideology. I'm going with the guy that can beat that person because they cannot win another election. So that totally has to do with I mean, that's that's that very big as far as like the psychology. Picking a winner, right? I mean, but do you really? So you're saying that that would be the case if people voted for Biden, not Bernie? I think or you're it could be. Even- I think people are not as principled in terms of like the ideology of the two candidates. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are like, well, who's who's got momentum and who can win? And they don't necessarily care if it's far left or if it's Biden. You know, they just care who's going to be able to beat Donald Trump. It's interesting that they're not even really taking it. The primary is just a different animal. I think like Biden's having a harder time winning this uh, portion of the campaign. But if he or the entire thing, but if Biden would get the uh, the nominee, he would have a much better chance of taking out Donald Trump than a Bernie Sanders was. I don't think Bernie Sanders has a shot in hell. Well, and right. That was why I wanted to make sure to clarify whether or not you meant Biden or Bernie uh, would be the one to just uh, I guess I'm just going to vote for him so that he can beat Donald Trump, because I tend to agree with you. I don't think, you know, as passionate as the Bernie supporters are, I don't think that there are enough of them no. who are that radical that are going to cast a vote for Bernie Sanders I- when you when you're looking at Sanders versus Trump. I think that's the only thing that's keeping Biden going because there's no real enthusiasm around his campaign and he hasn't run a good campaign, but that perception of being the front runner, that perception of being electable is what's gotten him. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Joe Biden, during an interview on NBC with Savannah Guthrie, uh, Joe Biden, gosh, you know, I just, I, I keep saying it, I can't stress it enough. This man is very close to snapping. I, I, and I mean, I don't mean all of the verbal snaps that he's had. I mean, I really think his head is going to explode sometime soon. Uh, got a lot of pent up anger and aggression. Joe Biden was asked by Savannah Guthrie uh, about, you know, his son Hunter working with Burisma in Ukraine and whether or not it was acceptable and the optics of that. And he kind of went off on her watch. Has it occurred to you that there's a certain irony here that here the president is accused of and has acknowledged wanting to get information about your son Hunter and his dealings with Ukraine and this process of impeachment has ensured that everyone knows about Hunter's dealings with Ukraine. That's a good thing and no one's found anything wrong with his dealings with Ukraine except they say it sets a bad image. Well do you agree that it sets a bad image? And my son said that. Do you think it was wrong for him to take that position knowing that it was really because that company wanted access to you. Well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? Don't you think that that it's just one of those things where people think, well, that seems kind of 
sleazy? Why would he have that job if not for his who his father was? Why do you have Because he's a very bright guy. <laughs> I guess the question I'm kind of asking is, Appear was really it right? On his appearance. Yeah. yeah. Well, he said he regretted having done it. Yeah. Speak for himself. It's a grown man. Oh my gosh! He just throws him under the bus like Ooh. hardcore. <laughs> don't don't. Uh, that wasn't my fault. Ooh. I had nothing. It was all him. My son and my son. That he was. He and he says that now, but in a previous interview, he said, "I stand behind everything my son has done. He's done everything right. I stand behind everything." Okay, so first off, that interviewer sucked. Yeah, that that was, was the worst. She has a name. Is she? What was her name? Savannah Guthrie. Savannah. You don't know her name. Sucks at my job, Guthrie. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was awful. Is she? Is is Hunter Biden that intimidating that she can't? Just formulate a follow-up yeah, question. Or, it, you know? Yeah, just stumbling over. So, so many ways to attack that right there. Um, for one, okay, well, I'll just go to the most basic. You just threw your son under the bus. He just threw his son under the bus and said that was all on him. And he, she asked him, don't you think that appeared appeared to be sleazy, I think. So she the was word asking in the nicest possible way. Yeah, but sure. and even using that wordage, that right there would mean that Biden would have to recuse himself from being the point man in Ukraine because it would say that there's even the appearance. Corruption or the appearance of, you have to recuse. He never even thought about that. She didn't ask him about the fact that the same guy that he went to work with, he lobbied to get that guy a visa mm-hmm. just a few weeks later. Now, this was a guy... And I'm going to get in trouble here because we're going to reveal this a little bit later in the week. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But I'm going to give this to you guys because I love you. This is a guy that Hunter Biden got a visa for that actually was had his uh, entry in the United States banned because he was caught in a, a huge scandal arming militias with chainsaws with beheadings in the country. Oh. But then all of a sudden, once Hunter Biden goes to work for him, he's like, screw it. Let's give him a visa to come back to the United States. Mm. I mean. Incredible. Absolutely insane. Just I, the amount of questions that journalists won't ask these candidates. And it, the information is out there. And I don't think it's because Biden's an intimidating guy. I mean, look at him. He's bleeding from his eyeballs every time he gets a harsh question. <laughs> I don't know. She did seem he, to be a little bit frazzled. Well, whenever he, he he's kind of leaning in. He's, he's yeah. getting a little like he's getting worked up. And so you don't really know what he's going to do. And this is why you've got to worry about him in a general election, because yes. it doesn't matter if the moderators ask the question. Donald Trump is going to ask the question. And so if he can't handle it, if he, the pressure keeps building and the evidence keeps building, now he's not even trying to defend it. He's just saying, oh, I don't know what he did. He's a grown man. That's <laughs> not going to work. And that's not going to convince voters. And so I think he's in trouble as these questions keep coming up. And they're not going to be as soft as that one that we just saw. Donald Trump is so easy for him yeah. on this debate. All, it's for, he, I, it'll be just harder. Just keep for, going back to it. Just yeah. keep hitting it. Hitting it, hitting it. He's, he's a master at that. Just keep going at it. And Bernie will explode. Joe I would, Biden? Uh, I, I'm sorry, Joe Biden. Bernie too. It's so bad. <laughs> the thing with Bernie uh, right there is I would love to see a great policy debate between the two, mm-hmm. but I don't think that we'll actually get to see it. No. I think it, it will devolve into more of that yelling back and forth. But that would be, I would love it because we have not seen a slam dunk against, you know, Bernie saying the Nordic model. Okay, slam that. Right. Very easily That's able to slam that. definitely not Trump that. style to get into a, a policy no. debate like that. Yeah, about. getting into the weeds about statistics and all of that. I can't see Donald Trump focusing on that. Uh, as Jason mentioned, Thursday, we have the Ukraine special. It is Ukraine, the final piece, uh, the billion dollar question. It is, of course, like I said, Thursday, February 6th. Uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. It will be on Blaze TV. It will be on YouTube. By the way, it will be on Blaze TV for free. We want you guys to see it. We're not trying to charge you for it. We don't want you to pay for it. We need to get the information out there. This guy has worked tirelessly to get all of these pieces of the puzzle together. Uh, And you are, trust me, I got a little bit of a a little sneak peek from him. You're not going to want to miss it. All right, that's all I'm going to say. We'll be back in a minute. Ugh.
Dudes, listen up. Just because she says she doesn't want anything for Valentine's Day does not mean she doesn't deserve anything. And also, even if she says she doesn't want anything, maybe she kind of does and she just doesn't want to let you I know. I thought I was off the hook. No. You say, they're saying otherwise. Oh, no. Don't you dare show up <laughs> empty-handed. Okay. All right. The Books Company has got you covered. That is Books, B-O-U-Q-S, as in bouquets of flowers. They offer farm-fresh, sustainably sourced flowers for next or same-day delivery. If you order today, you will get 25% off of your entire purchase. Don't wait. Do not wait. Do not be that guy who goes into, like, the grocery store on Valentine's Day and you're left with the ratty looking roses. Why'd you look at me just I now? personally attacked right now. <laughs> totally, let's look at me. Don't be like these two <laughs> yahoos and wait until the last minute. You gotta prepare, come on. You gotta show your wife that you love her or your girlfriend or whatever. Um, Books actually sent, I, I sent my mother uh, some flowers using books, and they were the most beautiful bouquet you've ever seen. She sent me pictures. It was so gorgeous, and it just brightened her day. So make sure to brighten your woman's day. You can go to books.com slash blaze. That is, again, B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash blaze for 25% off with the code blaze. And remember, Valentine's Day isn't just for lovers, all right? You can send it to your best friend, your mom, whoever it is, uh, your, like, man friend, I don't know. I guess that'd be weird. Where are we going here? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not here to judge you, is what I'm saying. Okay? Books.com slash Blaze. Might send you some flowers, Jason. For 25% off. I sent them to you first. Though. We'll let these two lovebirds sort out who's going to send uh, whose flowers first. All right. Yesterday was, of course, the Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. Who won. They were victorious. Um, I don't know. Who, who were you going for? I here? wanted the Chiefs to win. Did you? Okay. And you did too as well. Oh, yeah. Old grudge against the 49ers from back in the day. So big time. And Andy Same, and also, right, Andy Reid. And also, I just, I don't know. I just, I can't do the California. I can't root for the California team. Middle America, baby. Yeah. That's a, I'm always rooting for the Middle America team. I don't care who it is. Now, I, I do I do recall seeing that President Trump, you know, uh, This is a big out, scandal. This yes, big right. Game. It's always a big scandal. And if President Trump tweets a typo, or, you know, something along that measure. It's always a huge scandal. Is he fit for office? Um, but he did. <laughs> 25th t- Amendment. He did, he did tweet out, uh, you know, congratulations to the Chiefs. He, it was a congratulatory tweet. And he said something about uh, the Chiefs being in Kansas. Actually, it's Kansas City, Missouri, and everyone wanted to give him a hard time How can time he be president if he doesn't even know his own country, is my question. <laughs> I mean, it's n- he, at least he didn't say we have 57 states. Right. Well. Unlike some other previous presidents, or at least one. But... I got to be honest, I didn't realize it was in Missouri. I thought they were in it's Kansas. Both. I, right? Well, I I, it's right on the border. So like they have fans I think from both from both areas. I think the metropolitan area is split between Missouri and Kansas. Yeah. Like literally. So it's not hard. I think to, President Trump should redraw the border to make himself correct. <laughs> yeah. Just it. like the hurricane. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm like, come on, all of you people criticizing him, about probably 95% of you also didn't know that it was in Kansas. I saw an article on CNN that said why President Trump's mistake absolutely matters. Stop. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It was uh, Chris Eliza. Oh, of course it was. Oh, my God, that's ridiculous. Uh, But let's talk about the halftime show. The halftime show was, of course, J-Lo and Shakira. And uh, all of you parents watching know we will not be showing any video clips 
from the halftime show oh. because uh, I don't believe in poisoning your children. Right. Um, but it was, you know, it's being talked about all over social media, all over the uh, television networks on, you know, it was supposed to promise female empowerment. You know, you've got these two Latina women and they said we are going to give a show that just glorifies female empowerment. What we saw was a stripper pole, uh, a bunch of somehow gyrating uh, frontal genital areas. I don't know if they need to see a doctor. I'm not qualified to know. Um, but it did appear that one of them was giving themselves a gynecological exam at one point. Um, I took issue with this uh, because, you know, Sure, you can change the channel. I sure did. But it doesn't change the fact that the NFL constantly touts the halftime show as some sort of family-friendly event. The football game is a family-friendly event. Um, was this family-friendly, Jason? Family-friendly, no. Um, did I enjoy it? Yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, that's usually, a lot about Jason, yes, by that, the way. That's usually your first indica- uh, indication that something improper, you know, mm-hmm. you know like not... Not what the kids should see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm completely on board with you there. Um, I, I'm a huge Sakura fan. You know that she does that like belly dance thing. You She's really appreciate forever. her her voice, right? You're a huge Sakura I mean, fan. So I the, okay. It's like birds. You know the most beautiful bird singing voice. Um, but yeah, like it absolutely went way too far. The uh, stripper pole. Give me a break. The uh, all the different crotch shots. I that's that's absolutely insane. I mean, I felt like the cameraman like had an STD at that point. <laughs> right. I don't. <laughs> I uh, I didn't have my kids in the uh, in the room at that time because. But you I just knew, had the moment all to yourself. Yeah, huh? but, yeah because that's exactly <laughs> why. And um, no, it's because I I knew exactly what was going to happen with the two of them. Mm-hmm. You know, the NFL knew that, mm-hmm. and the, they knew the scandal was going to happen. They were waiting for the blow up. They wanted a uh, Janet Jackson. You know, outrage, you know, and conversation on Twitter. That's what they wanted. They, they got exactly what, what they wanted to do. But, I mean, the laughable thing on this is female empowerment. I mean, are you kidding me with this? All your commercials were all about female empowerment, and this was your crescendo mm. that you have to objectify your body to show female empowerment. Mm-hmm. That is the worst message I can think of for girls. Mm-hmm. Absolutely the worst. But, I mean, men, respect us, okay? Don't objectify us. We're just going to objectify ourselves and then expect you to, you know, A, not do it, and B, respect us enough to, you know, see us as something other than sexual objects. Aaron, what's your opinion? Oh, um, as not a Latino woman, I cannot speak to the empowerment aspect of this. But I mean, I, wa- I watched it after the fact because so much hype about it. Um, it's not something that you'd want to watch with your kids. That would be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's very clearly intentional what they were doing. But the sad thing is you can't expect any of these networks, any of these entities to have the same kind of standards of family friendliness that we have. And so you can, sadly, you have to know. If you're getting J-Lo and Shakira, you know what you're going to get. And all the NFL wanted was to take two artists who probably haven't really been relevant for like 10 years and to get everybody talking about them as like, well, this is maybe the best halftime show ever. And that's what they wanted. So they went for shock value. They went as far as they could go under the standards of the network. Mm-hmm. And that's what they got. And now here we are. You did, know. did you see Jeb Bush's tweet? Jeb I Bush was a not. big fan. Was he? He was a big fan. He said, best halftime show ever. Best halftime. He's serious. serious. He had a good time. <laughs> I mean... Jason, you got to be pretty embarrassed right now that you are you have the same take as <laughs> Jeff. I, I, I was clap. I went through t- <laughs> I went through two bags of popcorn during that halftime show. That's was it popcorn was that you had? <laughs> it was popcorn. <laughs> let's just get Jason's review of the whole show. Like, tell me what you thought about the choreography. <laughs> let's not. Let's not do that. Back in a minute. <laughs> you know, it was good though. Demi Lovato's. Oh, it was amazing. 
conservative radio icon Rush Limbaugh announced today that he was diagnosed officially with uh, advanced lung cancer. He is going to be taking some time off uh, to deal with treatments. Uh, of course, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to him. Um, what a hard hit for the conservative movement. Mm, huge. Um, huge. I, he was one of the first ones, uh, you know, in radio that I first started listening to. And if you wanted an actual like conversation, real conversation yeah. on why our ideas are better than their ideas, you listen to Rush. Yeah. It's yeah. just what you did. And yeah. when I was a kid, I remember my dad in the car listening to it just as we going places. And I didn't know anything about politics, but I just remember hearing those conversations. And so he's something that's a very part of my memory going way back. So yeah. it's very sad. Thoughts and prayers to him. Yes. Thoughts and prayers to uh, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, coming up next in overtime. We've got Bernie Sanders, good old Bernie, uh, you know, the, the one who is very concerned with climate change and global warning, warming. Oh, and also private jet travel, uh, $1.2 million worth, apparently. And uh, also Greta Thunberg nominated, yay, for the 2020 Nobel Peace Prize. That's amazing. More female empowerment. You're right. Uh, you can find it at blazetv.com. We'll see you there. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Senator Bernie Sanders, of course, uh, as I mentioned before the break, uh, he is in a little bit of hot water, not by his own people, of course, because he gets a pass for everything that he does that might be hypocritical because it, you don't have to practice what you preach. You just have to preach it. But uh, apparently he shelled out $1.2, nearly $1.2 million on private jet travel just in the last three months of 2019 uh, for his campaign. Um, the campaign paid an additional $23,941 to uh, a private pilot service. Uh, now, he is not the only one. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, she spent $720,000 and Buttigieg uh, $323,000. Uh, now, Michael Bloomberg, we all know he's he's going to travel the private jets and he's not even going to apologize for it. Uh, he spent six hundred and forty six thousand dollars on a private jet travel. It's an interesting look, though, for Sanders and Warren, at least, who uh, are so boldly saying that we need to do all of these things to combat climate change. You know, yes, I support the Green New Deal, uh, which restricts air travel entirely. <laughs> So it's an interesting look, Jason, for Senator Sanders, uh, Senator Warren to be spending this much money um, just in the last three months of 2019 on private air travel. It cracks me up this, uh, you know, they, they rail against how billionaires live. That's his biggest thing. Mm -hmm. It used to be millionaires, right. but once he became a millionaire, you got to change it to billionaire. Awkward. Um, <laughs> but they rail against how billionaires live and the extravagant lifestyle, even though they live the same exact thing. You know, that's why they got into government, be mm -hmm. because they were billionaire wannabes. Mm -hmm. And how do you do that without actually having the money? You go into government where all the power is, and then you advocate for even more and more power so you can continue your lifestyle. It's that typical elitist attitude, and it's the same attitude that you see in, like, Hollywood, where they will come out and they'll talk about, oh, you accept immigrants, and if you don't, you're Nazis, you know what I mean? Or not even immigrants, but people coming in illegally, or, or, else, or else you're bigoted, or whatever. But you should see how they treat 
uh, immigrants or people from other countries within their own neighborhoods, mm -hmm. within their house staff. Well, you know what they or, say. They say, uh, well, who's going to mow the yards? Uh, that's how they see it. There was a Democrat who said that. Literally. Like, well, who, I mean, we have to have maids. Literally, that's how they see it. And th these, they don't believe this stuff. Yeah. They don't really, they don't have any conviction on, you know, uh, limiting fossil fuels or whatever. I mean, if they s actually had a sit-down conversation with someone and said, okay, what's all this going to cost? How long is it going to take us to get to the Green New Deal? Then they go to someone like Elon Musk and Aaron Zelon. Elon, how long is it going to take for you to, for your r radical, you know, battery technology to sweep the globe or whatever and, and, and overtake gasoline? It'd be about the same amount of time. Mm -hmm. About the same. So they're arguing over problems that aren't even going to exist in like five to ten years anyway. Yeah. Let technology take its course. You don't have to step in and stifle it and, and, and go against the innovators. Now, J well, I, Jason, I believe that what you're saying is true. These, these elites uh, do not believe what they are constantly preaching when it comes to climate change. But, Aaron, do you think that there are a good uh, chunk of people who do believe that it's happening because we've it's been pushed down our throats right it's been pushed down our throats Absolutely. they've been terrified of you know the fact that we're going to die in 12 years that you know now they're terrified and they do take it seriously are they going to take issue with these politicians telling them all of these things and then turning around and doing the exact opposite. I think there are people who really believe it when you listen to interviews with some of these climate change activists it's scary how terrified they are about whether they should have kids, whether there's even a reason to worry about I 20 can't years from them now. Not having kids. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> a good idea. Out there. But they do believe it. But at the same time, weirdly, I don't think that Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren is going to get punished by a headline like this. A, because you're not going to see it anywhere except probably conservative leaning sites. Yes. And yeah, this was from the Washington Free Beacon. And so, so. so they're probably not going to even hear about how much private travel. If they do hear about it, they might blame it on impeachment or something, even though that's, how, how long was that, you know, a few weeks? That's not 1.2 million worth, and there's probably other ways to travel from D.C. to Iowa. But they'll excuse it away. They're not going to pay any price for this. That's why they do it. That's why you would spend $1.2 million because you know it's not going to cost you any political capital. What, 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 along those lines of who the people they're scaring, I mean, they're kids. Yeah. Like, I hear the small kids that shouldn't be thinking about this. They're absolutely terrified. Absolutely terrified of some kind of made-up boogeyman. But they don't, they, don't, they don't consider that, and they don't consider it when they talk about, you know, remember that El Paso shooter? He mentioned this in his, uh, in his little manifesto. Mm -hmm. He was scared to death of it, too. And then all these other talking points the left brings up, and they use the same tactics over everything, whether it's, you know, I don't know, like pick, pick whatever is out there right now, whether it be health care, whether it be universal income. It was all in that manifesto. Mm -hmm. So they freaked him out so much that he was willing to do something like that. You look on Bernie Sanders' website, and it says, we have 11 years to fix this irreversible carbon emissions problem and he's still flying on a private jet so how could you possibly believe that but yeah that's how it works uh speaking of all of these children who are now terrified uh of all dying from climate change and global warming also global cooling also mass extinction and just throw in all of these awful terrible things <laughs> uh greta thunberg the now 17-year-old, who we all know and love, the Swedish teenage climate activist, uh, she has been nominated, yay, for the 2020 Nobel Peace Prize by uh, two Swedish legislators. Now, the nomination says that uh, 
She has succeeded in creating a global attitudinal shift, transforming millions of vague middle-of-the-night anxieties into a worldwide movement calling for urgent change. She's offered a moral clarion to call to those who are willing to act and hurled shame on those who are not. Wow, that is so peaceful. Uh, She has focused the world's attention on environmental injustices that young indigenous activists have been protesting for years. Because of her, hundreds of thousands of teenage Greta's from Lebanon to Liberia have skipped school to lead their peers in climate strikes around the world. That's Who not knew at all? all you had to do to be nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize was shame people Scream and skip everybody school. everybody and scare them all. The <laughs> My world gosh, the you bar used, is so high. You used to be called crazy for doing that. If you just ran around yelling everybody the world's about to end, now you're like Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. It's I an mean, attitudinal shift. Right, not to mention it's a 17-year-old who is avoiding school who has documented mental issues. Sorry, just putting it out there. Um, and we're going to take, A, take what she's saying as... Bible, and B, elevate her to a level where she gets nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Jason, I was hoping that she would just kind of fade off into the distance after she, you know, chastised all of us for not listening to her. It appears that this is just, it's its never going to stop. No, it's never going to stop. Uh, you, you saw this with the, uh, what was the, the, the Parkland kids. Mm-hmm. You know, the, they, they, I think that was a very significant push in that direction to objectifying these kids, using these kids for political purposes. They didn't stop. I mean, come on. CNN, all of them, they just lapped it up. They loved it. Um, I don't know if you guys saw there was an article out the other day where there, I think I saw it in Wired Magazine, and they were showing there was a flaw in Facebook's system in their code, which very briefly revealed all the people that were making posts. You saw this? Mm-hmm. They were making posts on their Facebook pages. Well, for Greta's, the people make, there were people making her posts. Surprise, surprise. So her activism were the thoughts of her father <gasps> and a man from the UN. Who's oh on my one gosh, of the councils that's that lobbies so for this stuff. Shocking. Shocked face, right? Oh, wow. She's not an authentic activist who's just <laughs> weird, right? Oh, I know. Um, my so, dreams are crushed. <laughs> I mean, it's just sad. She's being used for this. Her childhood's being ripped by away. By her own parents. By her own parents. And now the global co- co- community is legitimizing it by giving them a, re- a reward for it. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're a kid, literally, I wish I would have known this when I was a kid. I just never would have went to school and just made something up. Right. Just made something up. Right. I want Shakira and JLo in every single <laughs> halftime show. Gosh. Or I'm not going to school ever forget it i thought you were going to make up some, like nobel something about the environment i'll nominate you for the nobel <laughs> no, prize <laughs> See, it been easy. how many does it take how many nominations <laughs> oh my gosh here we go uh, friday's poll will mitch mcconnell this is a you guys already know the answer to this question will mitch mcconnell be able to end the impeachment trial today 82.583 percent of you said yes uh 18 of you said no Today's poll, which 2020 Democrat will take home victory at tonight's Iowa caucus? Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Pete Buttigieg, or Joe Sleepy Joe Biden? Jason, what do you think? This is tough because I'm going to look stupid tomorrow when I come on the show and I don't get it right. I'm going to say that the Bernie stuff is overblown. I think that really? I think that it is. I think, wow. I think it's going to be very, very close, but I'm giving Biden, I'll give plus or minus three points. Huh. Okay. Well, so you're giving yourself no, a little I can't, bit I can't of get my right. edge there. Within right. three points. I won't give the minus. Give me the exact percentage. Plus three. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say Biden. 
within like 50 points. And then, I mean, you know, give or take. Somewhere in there. So, but if that's not true, then, then probably the Bernie. How know. dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Aaron, I'm going to say it's going to be uh, Sanders, Warren, then Biden, and a close top three. Really? Wow. My prediction. If Warren, that doesn't happen, Warren. I'm not showing up here for a while. Wow. Wait, yeah, so, but what I if we really it? need you to be on? That's probably true. Wait, so are you the, <laughs> that so hurts, though, to hear. <laughs> you would then give it also to New Hampshire, then? For, for yeah. Bernie's a shoe in I for New so. Hampshire. So you think he got, he's the nominee? Probably, yeah. Wow. Now, I think Biden is kind of fading a little bit. I think he's fading. I would, I would tend to agree with you. I also think, I mean, it's not it, 100% certain if he takes those two states that he is the nominee. However... It, it would be difficult, right? It would be difficult to see any other, any anything else working Once out. Once people win there, they start to get that, oh, he can win momentum, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of but, 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 and I think that you brought this up earlier in the program, but it is a candidate unlike other Democratic candidates, just like Donald Trump was, right? I feel like anything could happen when you've got a new type of candidate. I mean, this guy is very clearly like, yeah, I'm pro socialist and communist. I love them. Well, if They're everybody great. was smart, they would vote for Andrew Yang, but I'm just not thinking that's <laughs> going to happen, so I'm just trying to be realistic here. Okay. Yang's, I mean, was that a joke? I, th- yes, I think it, but I, he's not going to win. But, I, but think it, what's crazy is I, I kind of agree with you because he's the only one with any original ideas. Yeah. I don't agree with any of them, really, yeah. but at least he's got some original ideas. He's just not getting the attention. You know what was funny? The... <laughs> The New York Times, did you see when they did the, uh, they did a little interview with all of the candidates, they asked them, you know, fun questions, and they asked them who their celebrity crushes were, (laughs) and Andrew Yang was so cute and so wholesome, and he said that it was his wife, Evelyn, because she's just the best, and she's, you know, so gorgeous and great, and... It was his wife. No, it was. Cop out. Here we go. Hey, can we can we record something where you ask me what my celebrity crush is and I say my wife? Yes. Okay, we'll, that. we'll do that after. And um and it was so sweet and wholesome and so I, I tweeted it out. Obviously not an Andrew Yang supporter, but I tweeted Mary out. Marianne Williamson, obviously. Thank you. I tweeted out Andrew Yang is so wholesome and I got so many Yang Gang followers. And uh, I was like, oh, you guys are going to be really disappointed when you see my other tweets. Have you already checked? They're probably all they're probably defollowed. Sure they're all gone. <laughs> but I mean, it was. It, I almost felt bad because it was like they were so desperate to latch on to someone yeah, so who's got another one. positive about Andrew Yang <laughs> blue and check had a blue check mark. <laughs> I felt bad. Sorry, guys. I'm sure none of you are watching right now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let us know what you think. You can go to The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. Again, don't forget, uh, Thursday, we've got the big Ukraine special, Ukraine, the final piece. Jason here has worked very hard on it along with the rest of the team. And uh, you guys are not going to believe what has been just right there, right there waiting to be solved. This puzzle that was waiting to be solved. The problem is that there aren't real journalists in mainstream media. Luckily, we have them here to do all of the work that the mainstream media will not do. It is Thursday evening, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. You got to tune in blazetv.com or YouTube. Thank you for being here, boys. Yeah, We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, it's welcome Monday. For yeah, right. I mean. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.